Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Durant, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, Oh Dear Weekly, and all subsidiaries there in Fort Two Witch with me, as always, on the one podcast where we talk about the things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and yell, Oh Dear, are my co-hosts Nick Whitmer and Brett Rabel. Yeah. What is up, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me let me close my uh, porn windows. Um, oh no! God. I like how he has Brad. multiple ones open. Oh, dude, you gotta have the multi-screen experience. It's like NFL Red Zone, but with porn. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps taking me to. It just keeps taking me to different cum shots. <laughs> as soon as one's over, yeah. <laughs> Oh man. This is what's happening in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable finish in Cincinnati. You're going to want to see this. Oh uh, man. <laughs> That's funny, y'all. That wasn't what I was doing. Don't worry. I wasn't actually looking at pornography. Good. Damn. Good. Um, Damn. Good. Oh, this Brett, is, you're so this bad. Is, I'm so naughty, dude. <laughs> You know who does watch? Uh, apparently, it's been well documented that he will have porn on while friends are hanging out. I know who you're going to say. You do know who I'm going to. Do you want to say it, Chrissy? <laughs> yeah. Bill Gates. No, it's uh, Kanye West. <laughs> it is Kanye. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know the same like anecdote I, I do, I assume, from uh, yeah. D. Antwerp, which is yeah. a rap group from like Australia, South Africa. South Africa. Wait, say uh, the name again? He, D Antwerp. Oh, I just said. They, I, said they make, I think you said the N word. I was like, wow, what a, <laughs> what a rapper. <laughs> what a rap. Kind of hilarious if a white guy <laughs> named himself the N word and it literally like N word, like right. that verbiage. Duh, yeah. and it's like, huh, what do we, what do we call this guy? Um. But uh, he told a story on a thing of uh, going over to Kanye West's house and Kanye apparently just hangs out with porn on the big screen. Like it's just on and he's not in a separate room jacking off. I I don't know. That's like a level of addiction that you would absolutely need to get checked out. Right. Dude, that's what he's also. Go ahead. From the from the way it sounded, he's like it just is on, and he's like talking about like. So anyway, I'm like I got to go to the grocery store today, and um, you know, uh, maybe get a haircut. <laughs> meanwhile, just in the background, it's <laughs> hardcore. But dude, that, the just, funny geez. thing is, is like I I didn't know that about Kanye, but I did know that about the guy who started QAnon, like. Oh, really? Because I watched the documentary into the Storm and HBO, and this guy is just always watching porn. That's surprising because I would have thought that guy was swimming in pussy. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> and um, so it's kind of funny that the two geniuses, voices of our generation, you know, <laughs> both watch porn while, you know. It's making me think should, I, should we, st- like, maybe I should start doing that. If, you know, these are, you're right, these are two very, very high performing uh, individuals. There's something too to being. He would. You're saying he would also watch porn like with others around. Dude, the documentary was going on, and they're like, they're like, we're meeting so and so in his, you know, out in his car or something. And this dude has a fucking car, and on the monitor in his car is a little TV screen, and literally <laughs> is just fucking porn. And the guy walks in and sits down, and the, the camera guy gets in the back seat. And like it's just the guy's just fucking driving around watching porn. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much worse to be like, oh, dude, I'm gonna get road hand. That's what I'm gonna get. (laughs) It's more just getting road hard and then just not being able to do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is like watching the game. You know what I mean? Like, I just got, I gotta keep up with the game. I don't want to miss a moment. Right. (laughs) It is. That's. Well, you but don't say dude, that the guy that the guy who's uh, came up with QAnon is uh, actually addicted to porn he, because he thinks everyone's as obsessed as him <laughs> with uh, child dude, porn. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy that he knew he was going to be filmed for a documentary, right? Like, yeah. 
Like, you know, usually when you're going to get filmed for something, you generally try and, I don't know, represent yourself well or maybe look better or get a haircut or something. But the idea of, like, now, like, camera crew just now, like, and anyone who watching this big was, like, an HBO doc. Like, he knew it was for a major network. Yeah. And he just doesn't, like, he just doesn't care that... And it's not like, it's just weird. It's just weird to be a guy with it on for a documentary. <laughs> That's right, all I'm right. saying. And especially like. I'm not even acting like I don't watch or have a watch. I'm not doing that. Like, of course. Right. Mm. It's like that a- documentary is trying to get to the bottom of who Q is. And then you decide to just be the weirdest motherfucker ever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, do you have no self-awareness? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those guys, like, they, you know, sometimes if you ever saw, like, on HBO, they would do, like, the real sex documentaries. And uh, those people, like, they don't mind being interviewed. Like, the ones who, like, have a relationship or, like, have made their sex, their, like, the real sex doll or the real dolls, like, their girlfriend. You're like, this is Cynthia. And she, you know, she likes, um, (laughs) she likes to watch Home Improvement with me on Thursday nights. And, you know, we have a, we have a date night and she really likes it. And you're just like, man, you should have kept that to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because the, it's like for being in those docs, sometimes they can pay you nothing. Cause it's like a documentary and like you just sign yeah. a waiver and you're like, I would hope to God if I was on one of those and they were like, we want to interview you about your sex doll. I would hope the, the money's got to be pretty tight. You know what yeah. I mean? Or like the money do it for another tight. sex doll. It's like, if you upgrade my model, <laughs> <laughs> if you upgrade the one I currently have, I'll do it. But I need the high end shit. You should take your sex doll to the dry cleaner. It's it's a little gross. Can you uh, clean her up? (laughs) I wonder if there's just something comforting about watching porn all the time, just having it on. You know, like you just have like a a show that you've seen before, like a movie you've watched. Yeah, it's The Office for some people. (laughs) (laughs) It's like The Office is like we now know all the jokes and it's awesome. But yeah. whenever it's on, it's like pure mac and cheese TV. That's Seinfeld right? for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same thing. Where it's it's like, like I know it, Kramer. I know Kramer's going to walk into the door like the way he does, but I'm still like, here comes Kramer. <laughs> what a guy. You know, like I'm just like. <laughs> so that guy must be like, it's just comforting to know that someone is getting fucked out there, you know, just like. <laughs> 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 it makes me he's rest like, easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's also seen it a million times, so he'll just be talking to you like, um, so anyway, we're probably gonna go to dinner later and hold on, hold on, wait, watch this part. Watch this part. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Porn really is pure utility. That's why I don't think you watch you don't watch porn, you use it. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like what you're not like watching it like as soon yeah. as you you know come you're you're not like okay I want to see how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it immediately yeah. gets closed. Or it should anyway. Yeah, unless you do it in front of others. Anyway, guys. I know um, one of our consistent segments, I think we have a new entrant into it from this past week or so of news. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leo, on Leo Watch, we <laughs> yeah. have, you guys <laughs> saw it, we sent it on the group text. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is, I guess, a news bulletin where it said, uh, Leo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend, excuse me, Camilla Marone, details, quote, the worst date of my life with the actor. He quote, he rented out a whole cinema and made me watch every single Star Wars movie while he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys. Now, I didn't know she went on a date with Ray Goots. (laughs) Dude, talk about a reference only. No one else, nobody listening will know. Just so you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you have no idea who that is, just know it was a very funny reference. (laughs) 
And if you had the same localized references as us, you would go great reference. Work. Yeah, this is a, such a funny story because like the headline is written like they just caught another celebrity in a Me Too. Like when I saw it, you know what I mean? I'm just like breaking like, Leo DiCaprio. Right, you're like, Uh-oh. like breaking news. <laughs> like, you know, like what what is going on? Like to me, this woman's 15 minutes were up and her first 15 minutes where she was dating Leo. And now she's like, oh, shit, this is what being irrelevant feels like. Uh, fuck, what can I do? Oh, let me just talk shit about this dude. And by the way, like, that's like the most innocent, like, you, you know, like, the, like when I hear that story, I'm like, oh, so Leo's just, he's just kind of, he's just cool. He's just kind of like a, cooler than you know what I mean? Thought. Like, he's just kind of like a, like, he's not someone who, he's not like he's making you watch, like, fucking, you know, Stanley Kubrick His movies. movies. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not like watching Kubrick's movies and like him pausing it and going like, okay, but you know, trying to get too in. He's literally just watching fucking Star Wars and playing with the lightsaber. Like, that's yeah. almost like like just so juvenile that it's like endearing. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I know, it really is. It's so harmless too. It's like right. he's just watching Star Wars and like running around. I assume he has his own theater home theater so he's just running around the aisle with a lightsaber in hand which Mm -hmm. is just so goofy at best but it's like also like all right what was her date idea yeah you know (laughs) yeah what'd you come up with (laughs) right or you bring it to the table if you let him pick the date he's gonna pick the date like right don't get mad because he didn't pick the exact thing that you wanted but you realize that like that's like part of like being in a relationship is like you do stuff for like like Natasha will watch wrestling with Christian. You think Natasha likes wrestling? Yeah, wow, she is such a good. That's woman. what I mean. Holy shit! You know, oh my you know what's god! Amazing by the way. You know what's amazing by the way? She was I had it on and she's watching it. And no, she, and she's like watching it. And she, there's like certain people she knows just because it's been on so so often. But then at one point she goes, "Can I change this? This is so stupid." And I'm like, "Yeah, you can change it." <laughs> and then I like go to the bathroom and I come back out and she's like, watch. She's like, oh my God, I almost got sucked in. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like this seven foot tall guy. Yeah. And she goes, let me see what this guy's going to do. <laughs> the allure. She got, yeah, oh my yeah. God, that's so funny. I was like, she got carnied by Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, how, that's one of the ways he gets you, right? Because he gets some sideshows. He's a he he's a, kind of a sideshow. Yeah, carnival barker. Yeah, he gets barker. a huge guy, yep. He knows God damn! Yeah, oh, I would have loved you come back and Natasha's just there in wrestling gear, like she's got on a fake title belt, throwing a Roman Reigns T-shirt. You're like, wait. Yeah, and we've all done um, this. Like, I've yeah. seen Black Annie. Did you think I wanted to see that movie? No, but did you run around the theater pretending to be Black Annie? No, but Sarah did, and I was like, this bitch is serious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was just called Annie. Yeah, it was just called Annie, but she was black this time. But oh, okay. it's Black Annie. I mean, come on. Everybody, yeah, uh, kind of. They did a black yeah. version of Annie where, like, Jamie Foxx played the Mr. Buttersworth, whatever the fuck the guy's name is. And, uh, mm. uh, yeah, it was Black Annie. Mm. Yeah, it was unofficially Black Annie. I remember when they were filming that. I was like... It was. Um, Did they call it Aunt Annie-ish? <laughs> yeah. On the, you know, when they put the little signs on the telephone poles in the city about what they're filming, it was called yeah. Black Annie. <laughs> no, oh my no, God. no, of course not. Oh. Um, but yeah, like that's. I also said this in the the group text, but it's like it's so funny about the DiCaprio thing that like that's basically what you do when you can have just about any woman you want. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. make them endure whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, well, if you don't want to watch Star Wars with me, I'll find anyone else to. Right. <laughs> right. Also, that's like, uh, by way of bad dates, it's a pretty good bad date. Yeah. Watching movies in a private theater. Forget even if it was a movie star. If a guy yeah. rented a theater out, for take Leo out of it. Yeah. Like... If you were going around a table with a few friends and someone was like, no, 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 no. I, I have the best, worst bad date. Yeah. And then they just told you a guy ran at a theater and like played a little with lightsabers. Yeah. Everyone would turn on that woman like you're you're wrong. Right. 
Oh, and it was Leonardo DiCaprio. You're like, what? That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sick date. <laughs> and then um, it's, it just goes, is he trying to be more well-liked by the classic American guy? It, yeah, yeah right. he wants he had, story out. He had already reached peak, like, like just dudes love him. Yeah. Just because he's all, he chooses the best movies. He's very talented. Yeah. He, I think one of the reasons we love him so much is he's actually not in good, not he's in bad shape, but he's like not, he doesn't he have a six pack. He doesn't have a six pack. He kind of like, yeah. You know what? Being really an actor, you like, it's so dumb if you're jacked as an actor. Like, there's no reason why every character that Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> played is, a, is jacked. Like, or Austrian. Like, none of those things make sense to the movies, like, unless it's an action movie. Like, whenever he was in the, right. that that movie where he was he got pregnant, or the movie where he's a dad, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jingle All the Way. Like, there's no reason for him to be jacked. By the way, the premise of Jingle All the Way was, like, he's such a workaholic because he's always at work that he never spends time with the kids. When did you find time to get jacked, dude? You know how long it takes to get jacked? <laughs> like, if you really truly care about being an actor, you'd only get jacked when the role actually calls for it. You know what I mean? You don't, you're not just permanently jacked. Like, what the fuck? Speaking of which, I just watched the movie Eternals, which uh, the Marvel movie that came out, which um, Kamal Nanjani famously got jacked for. Right. And he oh. didn't need to get jacked at all. Like he, he doesn't fight anybody. He has like laser hands. Like there's no reason he doesn't even like not wear a shirt in the movie, which I would have been like, if I was him, I would have been like, I mean, I don't think I need a shirt for this scene. Right. <laughs> Going up. To the you sure you need me to I pop this thing off if yeah. you want. You know what? It kind of makes me think it was his idea and he yeah. just wanted to lean on the, I'm in a Marvel movie now. Excuse. I guess I got to do it. Right. I mean, like, whatever. You can't fully do that if you're just a comedian. Yeah. Because that's like, it's not funny right. to be right. like. Also, going talking. going back to Leo. Sorry, I just I, I'm sure like he didn't even think this was a date. <laughs> you know that's what so I mean? Funny. Like, yeah. She was like, right. "This date's so weird," and he's like. We were just at my house in my private theater fucking around. Like, I was just wanting to watch a movie. Like, she was like, she called me. Yeah, exactly. And she's just like, oh my God, is this a date? And he's like, go stop it. You're weird. <laughs> like, you're he's the like, weird yeah, one I mean, to I be guess. like, that's a date. Yeah. I bet, oh. I, I bet they talked once and he was like, have you seen Star Wars? She was like, no. He's like, would you like to? And she's like, I mean, I guess. I don't know. And then he was like, all right, we'll set it up. And then he set it up and she's like, why are we watching Star Wars? Right. <laughs> you know what? I actually take it back. Leo's a nerd for doing that. I'm team Camille. Team her. Team her. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, yeah, I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my hashtag time's up. <laughs> Here's my big question. Cause uh I'm assuming this is recent because she was a recent girlfriend, right? Um now, my question is, did he make her watch all six or nine Star Wars movies or the original three? Or it'd be funny if he only made her watch the prequels. That, that would be a bad day. <laughs> he's, just like, he's, he's watching episode two with Hayden Christensen. He's like, you know, they wanted me for this role, right? <laughs> he's fucking, he's watching the first one. He's just doing Jaja Banks in character walking around the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my favorite character, Jar Jar. That would be great. You want some more popcorn? This guy, yeah. this guy is a laugh riot. <laughs> It would be great if he was thinking about himself in it. Like Hayden Christians is like sand. It gets everywhere. He's like, dude, I would have crushed this season. <laughs> Do you think um, you've heard the theory that Jar Jar Binks was meant to be the Sith Lord, right? Yes, I've heard this theory. Do Can we agree that that actually would have made the movies fucking awesome? Uh, <laughs> are you sure? I mean, as yeah, because it would have like it would have like Jar Jar played the ultimate dolt, the ultimate fool. Yeah. And for him to have been revealed, someone you truly wouldn't have expected to actually have been this like dark Machiavellian Sith Lord who's getting info because they just don't take him seriously. I thought that would have been a great turn. But they obviously yeah. like they usual suspects. Just, exactly. Yeah, like an amazing like 
what a great twist. And it almost would have justified how we all hated him. Yeah. Like if it's almost like they, they flinched. If it's true, they flinched on their idea. And when you flinch on your idea, it's like you show the weakness. And now that you show the weakness, then it just kind of all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard that theory before, and it's very compelling. But uh, I don't think I just watched. Uh, have you ever seen the Mister Plinkett videos of for the Star Wars stuff? No. It's really funny. I mean, they're really long, but this guy does does like a just like a whole series on the prequel movies about like how bad they are and how stupid the fans are for either like uh, especially like later on when there's like the new movies came out, people were like, the prequels are actually good. There was like a wave of fandom that kind of like took back the prequels or whatever. And he was like just shitting on them for having that, that insight and just making fun of um, Star Wars fans as a whole, which they, they do deserve to be made fun of to some degree. Yeah, Cause they're adults who get angry at entertainment, not being good enough. I know. Just like, it's the most pathetic thing to be angry. Well, about. the thing is too, it's like Lord of the ring or, uh, the other one, Game of Thrones, is um, yeah. there's all these like fan fiction people and there's all these fan theory people that like you go to yeah. the subreddit about Game of Thrones. So in between seasons, it's just fans pontificating about what the next season's going to be. And a lot of times when it right. comes to story arcs, it's like not 100% predictable, but you kind of understand vaguely where things are headed. But, like, if you're the Game of Thrones creators, you can't just do a storyline that was done by all the people on Reddit already. So you had, yeah. you kind of have to go, well, yeah. I guess we're going to make her bad because no one's predicted that yet. You know what I mean? Like, right. so it's like Star Wars is the same way. It's like all these geeky people will sit around and, like, they like it too much and they come up with all these theories and then they want the movie to be the exact theory that they thought up of. It's like, do you right. – what do you t- – like – like they're not gonna do but, that, dude. Right, but then if it was, then they would be like, "That was so fucking predictable." Right, it was bullshit. <laughs> Just nerd but, rage. Uh, no, it's 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 true, and it's a it's a thing that's happened because of the internet, and it's really it's really interesting because like, you know, there's some stuff you watch where it's like, you know, if you just go into it with no expectations and you come out with it with. You go, oh, whatever, however you felt about it. But like with some with certain stuff, like I don't know, stuff that's like highly anticipated or especially episodic TV. Um, I know for a fact, like WandaVision, the, sh- the Marvel show was like had this going for it. Like it's kind of a mystery box show, sort of like Lost, where like there's a new compelling mystery every week. And you're, you're never really quite sure what exactly is going on. Right. But you're, you're, the story is propelling. And uh, so people start coming up with theories and theories and theories. And like, they're so disappointed when their headcanon doesn't like happen or like just completely off the wall stuff. Like there was like this, uh, this theory that the devil was in WandaVision. Marvel's version of the devil was in WandaVision. They're going to introduce Mephisto. He's coming. He's fucking coming. And they're like, and the worst part is there's people who like go out there and just like, I I can't tell you who I am, but I work at Marvel, and here's exactly what it is. And they just write fan fiction. Dude, it's QAnon. (laughs) Yeah, it is. People are like, this QAnon shit, it's the same thing, dude. My favorite favorite is is with 4chan whenever somebody writes stuff like that. Because 4chan is so brutal. Um, But they also have, like, the best leaks for some reason. Because it's anonymous, the people that actually – do have good leaks will post there because they can't be traced. But then like that opens the door for these people who write fake spoilers. And uh, whenever somebody writes something that's like, so obviously fake, you'll the Reddit, the 4chan comments are amazing. They're like, can you imagine the level of autism that went into writing this? And I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ, dude. I just, it's so, it, it's so funny that Christian's just on 4chan scrolling around reading. Like, <laughs> 4chan is so dark. Dude, it's so bad. Don't get it twisted. Christian it is, it is. might, you dude, don't get it twisted. Christian might be a minority or whatever, but you are the most problematic among us. yeah it's well no like the thing about fortune is like it is really a cesspool it's horrendous it's really not good at all and uh the only thing i the only way you can look at it is if you just like 
if you go into it going like everybody's just trying to be offensive, if you go like nobody means any of this and they're trying to be offensive, then you can think it's funny. But if you go everyone's being deadly serious, it's really scary. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's uh, it's truly a cesspool, and it's like the biggest argument against like the people who have these these ideals of like anarchy and stuff. Like you ever hear people who are just like, dude, rent is rent is a crime. Rent is slavery. Property yeah. should just be free and we should all just why do we need cops, bro? Cops are fuck, <laughs> like all, like just go on 4chan and you'll be like, yeah, we need cops. We need cops. <laughs> That's what happens when you have unchecked people with no consequences yeah. for your shitty behavior. That was the old West. That was like when there were no laws, you could just rape a whole fucking village and, and then leave. Like, you know, that's what will happen again because people are fucking monsters. There's a good portion of people who are only behaving because the consequences of not behaving are very dire. Yeah, that's a hundred percent right. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty hilarious cesspool. If you like really offensive humor and just like stuff that if you just like really enjoy people trying to out, do each other with like the worst things you could say mm-hmm. and just and you follow pro wrestling because <laughs> they're I saying think- it, they're saying it like that kind of stuff described or like uh through the lens of professional wrestling talk is even more funny when they say the worst things because it's like it's such a frivolous concept like if they were saying all this horrible stuff in a racial debate that'd be like, wow, this is really upsetting. <laughs> but then to like put it in the, uh, the topic is pro wrestling. Then you're like, Oh, this is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. The most low stakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unimportant, like losers only type of yeah. piece of entertainment. The only thing I, the, not the only thing I hate, but the thing that's like annoying is like people just go on there and are like, like so willfully and like purposely deliberately, uh, Con- contrarian like they just have the most contrarian opinion ever like whatever movies like popular and like beloved they go this is why it sucks and i'm like dude shut up like stop it dude it's like mm. stop it why are you still commenting why is every post about marvel movies yet you guys all hate them shut up mm-hmm. yeah, how much money have they you are- personally handed over to marvel and you're just sitting there oh shitting God. on every movie it's like i know Christian, how much money have you given Marvel? Uh, at least five hundred. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody actually shit on me on on Facebook because I like I just wrote like a really just pithy thing about the Eternals. I just said I watched it. I was bored. I was confused, but mostly bored. And this guy like went at me. He was like, dude, why do you just have to have like the mainstream opinion and like you can just enjoy it, man. You knew you liked. He goes like, you know, you liked it. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what? Jesus Christ! Was that, was it, was that Kumail was commenting? Jesus on Christ! That? <laughs> That's like a dude who like can't fuck, and the woman he's like, dude, you know you like it. It's, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it was like, it was, idiot! <laughs> it was. It was the weirdest, like, it was the weirdest comic. He's like, dude, it wasn't, like, amazing, but it was still good. Like, I love the idea of Christian going, like, like, well, I would, I want to weigh in this movie, but I want to make sure that whatever I say goes with the mainstream, you know? Like, there are some people like that, but not comedians. Like, you know what I mean? Like, now, Christian, how did you respond to Ray Goots when he said that? (laughs) (laughs) Second Ray Goots reference, Uh, folks. Boom. No, but uh, it's funny because I, I just responded like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. It just uh, and I said, I, I don't know, man. I just watched it. and I didn't like it. And then he goes, you sure? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I like I watched. Uh, what did I say? I said I watched Ghostbusters. I watched Reminiscence and I watched Many Saints in Newark and I didn't like any of them either. It's like I'm going to watch Mac- the tragedy of Macbeth tonight. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I won't, but I hope I like it. <laughs> and then he goes, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, many saints of Newark sucked. <laughs> and then like my friends started get ganging up on him. Like, dude, why do you have to have the mainstream? Oh, bro. What did society tell you that? 
<laughs> yeah, I know. And then he goes after them and it's a whole thing. But it's funny because like I do wish I had more I was more famous that I could just sick the dogs on like somebody like that. <laughs> oh god, Christian. Wow, you haven't been spending a lot of time on 4chan. Christian's like, my dream, my dream is to dox internet strangers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if only in a perfect world I could do that. But only when they defend bad Marvel movies. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That was such a weird such a weird comment. I'm like, that never happens to me on like on Twitter or anything or the any type well, of social I, media. Like I'm usually pretty like conflict free, but every now and then somebody goes after me. Because oh, Sorry. We got we got May on the mic. Um, young May. Young May, Whitmer's daughter. Yeah. Um but that's because there's a certain level of lack of intelligence to getting in an online flame war. Right. You, and there's also like yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, it's just you no smart person, you just implicitly know it's not your worth your time to argue with this strategy. Right. right. And like and I'll, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just gonna say, like, the stance that he's fighting for is so ridiculous. It's just going like dude, like he I guess he I don't know. Like, I don't even know what he's defending. I think his thing was like defending Marvel movies in general. Like he's worried that like if one Marvel movie is bad, then they'll stop making them and he loves them so much or something. I'm like, Marvel's fine, dude. They'll be okay. You don't yeah. have to fucking fight for them. Yeah, I just think like I, I one of the quotes and I, every now and then like I'll catch myself writing something on, you know, on social media because you just see an opinion so stupid and you just want you just want to skewer the person, but they're like yeah. I always go back to there's one quote I don't know who said it maybe it's one of those like ones where you know no one knows who said it or whatever it's because it's old or whatever but it's the quote basically is like it's really hard to win an argument against an intelligent person, but it's impossible to win an argument against a stupid person. <laughs> it's got to be a Mark Twain quote. Right. So it's like, there's no way, like, I'm changing this dude's minds. Even if I destroy him with every single great point that possibly could exist, it don't, yeah. it won't matter because it won't change that person's right. mind. You know what it makes me think of a little bit? It makes me think of, like, uh, I mean, it's my one of my really good friends, so I get in, like, light arguments, not, like, ever, but... Like I've argued with one of my good friends about like the vaccine being good, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and so it's just funny because people who are anti-vax really have informed themselves with any piece of evidence that might lend itself to that eye, right? Whereas I like I'm I wasn't I'm not good at arguing why the vaccine like I I don't know the studies I don't know right, yeah. anything I can't cite anything I just know you know it just generally seems like a good idea but when you argue with an anti-vax person they're able to just flip a hundred things well an adult and a study from and then but that whatever study they're citing is probably a study that was conducted by thir- has like thirteen test subjects and right. didn't even count. Yeah, it's – I mean it's just kind of ridiculous. Well, that's like, part of the like, argument by the way is like if you can say, oh, yeah, well, you're pro-vaccine. Well, what about this study that says this, 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 and this? I'm like, dude, the study that you're talking about is probably uh, 900 pages. So in order for me to be able to publicly debate you right now on social media, <laughs> I would have to go read 900 pages of this study that you're throwing out of nowhere. And which, by the way, you didn't fucking read it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So like the, the, I, the, it's like a, it's just such a tactic to be like, well, what about the study about this? Huh? And it's like it's such a fucking annoying dumb guy tactic of you find like it happens all the time with a VARES report, like with um, uh. I've heard this with Rogan is like the VARES report is the uh, it's an acronym, but it basically is the vaccine. uh, It's like a a, a something online where you can report vaccine side effects. Right. Uh, And whenever the whenever it suits them, they'll be like, well, the VARES report said 480,000 people died of this thing. 
But then another time when the VARES report suggests something else, they go, oh, well, the VARES report's just so inaccurate because, I mean, who knows how many people are report. So, like, people – and people do it all the time. The other side does it all the time with the CDC. Like, if you question the CDC, you're a Neanderthal, and then the CDC will come out with a new guideline that they don't think is – strong enough and then they will just shit all over the cdc for being reckless so like everybody does it but it's it's like that bill burr joke about like going to iamright.com and just finding stats that agree with you like you can do it with anything you really can i mean i'm sure there's like five or six stat things that flat earthers like to throw out where they're like yeah well if the earth is round what about this and like it it's one of those things that is very refutable but to someone who's stupid, it's it doesn't seem refutable. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's all nauseating to me. Real quick on flat Earth, I have a movie idea that relates to flat Earth. Mm-hmm. I want to remake one of those high intensity, uh, suspensey space movies, but I want in the universe of the movie for the Earth to be flat. <laughs> So I want everything to be the same, but I just want when the astronauts are in the shuttle looking down at the earth, it's Amazing. just, it's just flat yeah. and they don't think it's weird. And maybe there are conspiracy yeah. theorists on earth that are like, believe in round earth, but just in the world of this movie, the earth actually is flat yeah. and there are a bunch of idiots who think the earth is round and astronauts are in the space. I don't know. I, I, thought, you were, I thought you were saying that like, the, the like the earth was flat in the movie but it wasn't like nobody focused on it like nobody mentioned it and it wasn't like a plot point <laughs> oh I, that's a, that's another it, like just make it the same movie yeah just do interstellar uh, right but just make a flat yeah yeah like yeah just armageddon but the world is flat and nobody says anything disputed that's it. that's kind so, of a that's a great way to do it too to where people are like does, does Brett think the world is like, what are the politics of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's not a ton of shots of earth. Yeah. So it's not like in your face that it's flat all the time. Right. But just like, you know, but there is one shot of a disc earth. And yes. The of going course. Up and yes. Like, what? <laughs> and, the, and then astronauts are in the space station and they're looking at earth, flat earth. Yeah. And they're just going beautiful. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And that comes at, Minute eighty of a ninety-minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really makes it feel insignificant. Oh man, uh, uh, that's uh, yeah. They just call it Earth, of course, because it's Earth to them. But back real quick to the Veers thing. It's like um, or the Veers was whatever it's yes. called. It's like, don't you think that it's like a so it's it's a thing that people report side effects on because I don't know, right? Yeah, right? I mean, it's essentially yeah. All right, well, right there, that's like the Wikipedia immediately. Right. It's just, don't you think there's going to be people that are anti-vaxxers that are going to purposely go on there and go, I, I died from it. Right. Like, that's what I thought too. I mean, I, my first thing. And then someone was like, well, apparently it's very hard to to put something in the VAERS thing. I oh, go, oh, okay. okay. Don't, okay. People who are anti- yeah. So like someone was like, my dad died from the vaccine, but this is just too much of an inconvenience for people to know. So I'm out. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, to, and also, like, just to throw out this is like, I don't know if anybody realizes how many people have globally been vaccinated, but almost four billion people with a B in the you know in the whole in the whole world have been vaccinated. Four billion people. Like, if this thing was as dangerous as they're saying it would be dangerous, it would literally be impossible, impossible to keep that under wraps. Like. Think about how many people would just be dying all the time. Uh, Four billion people were vaccinated. Like even if like the the rate of death of a vaccine, I mean, think about COVID. The rate of death of COVID is 1% and there's been millions of deaths worldwide and everybody's fucking noticed. Like, you know what I mean? Like it would be, it would be so weird if millions more people were just dying mysteriously and no one had any reason. Like it would just be to me going away from the, the conspiracy about uh, it's like what people, I think what people what I'm trying to say is what people get so obsessed with the United States in the United States, you don't realize that the, the pandemic has happened all over the world and people yeah. all over the world are, are all reporting data and all of the data all over the world is reporting very similar things. So 
people like to cherry pick their data and be like, ah, the CDC is bullshit. Ah, the WHO is bullshit. Well, okay, but every country in the fucking world is going through what we're going through. And every country in the fucking world is putting data about it out, out there. And the data is pretty similar. So maybe there's some bad data here and there because that's, you know, there's human error with everything. But when you literally like weigh it against how many people have the vaccine and how many people have had COVID, literally in the billions across the whole planet, like I think that maybe like the, the data isn't skewed as much as you like to think it is. The, um, I, you know, Rick, I told you what I want. I want to, um, I've been joking to people like at bars, like if the bouncer's like uh, Vax guard, I, I would just say like, I got the Ivermectin. I'll be like, yeah, I got the Ivermectin hookup. <laughs> and uh, I want to, I want to forge a vaccine card and I want to, you know where it says Moderna or Pfizer? Uh-huh. I just want to put Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> the Joe Rogan cocktail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got, uh, I got Rogan. Um, Did you see? I'm, that? I'm on Alpha Brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that story? There was a nurse who was like, uh, I don't know if she was religious or whatever, but she, um, she was giving people anti-vax people fake jabs so that they could uh, get vaccine cards. Oh wow! So she's like really? in on it. Yeah, she's in on it, giving people fake vaccines so that they can get their so papers or whatever. Was it yeah, really the I'm real sure vaccine? She's- no, she's just like, like here's your shot, wink, wink, and then they go, okay, wink, wink, and then oh they get, a, they all high five afterwards. And yeah, well, she gives you know, like card. I think that there's some that um, you can go back and forth with very good points about the the wisdom behind a mandate. Like I, I think mandates are a little, I don't know, they're it's a little fuzzy because we're giving a, we're. This is what's bananas to me. If you do want to talk about anti-COVID or anti-vax stuff or whatever, that one of the things that makes perfect sense to me, like, and it's so suspicious, it's the biggest flaw in the argument that people who are pro-vaccine have is that people who are anti-vaccine are talk shit about the pharmaceutical industry. And they're like, dude, you trust Pfizer? They've did this, that, this, that, this, that. Oh, dude, you trust them? They this, there's this lawsuit. And then the arguments that people have are like, they tr- no, I trust Big Pharma. It's like, whoa, 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 time out. Like, are we really gonna? Yeah, yeah. Is that really where we're gonna? Like, I trust the vaccine, but I don't trust Big Pharma. Like, you know what I'm like? It's, right, yeah. it's like one of like that's the thing where like people don't realize how much they're being stands for Big Pharma and in and, and right. their vaccine approach uh and it's kind of like it's kind of like the people who are like so for you know the military and all these other things after 9-11 and security that you know they ended up doing horrendous terrible shit that ended up being really bad um it's this blind wavering like you know allegiance that people have in times of crisis that always get taken advantage of so there is that in the sense of like, yeah. I don't think that the vaccine is dangerous, but I do think when people are like, hey, we need a sixth booster, that's just a money grab. Like, yeah. that's a money grab. Right, yeah. the, the, the boosters yeah. are like not going to be like, come on, are you, are you kidding me? Like, there is going to be stuff that comes out in five to 10 years that's like, yeah, natural immunity is actually pretty goddamn good. You know, like if you don't if you don't ever get vaccinated, but you get COVID twice and you recover from it both times, you're actually pretty good. You know, that's the equivalent of a vaccine. But that's the type of shit where they go, nope, nope, need the vaccine, need the vaccine. And it's like, I would get, I would, I understand someone if they're like, I'm not getting the vaccine because I've had COVID two, two times and I beat it both times and I ended up being fine. I'd be like, I get that. That's a, I think that's reasonable. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I understand the the idea of the the COVID hustle in terms of like the new, like K95 or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's printing those fucking masks? They're like, right. Like every year they're like, get your COVID like uh, bug spray, yeah. You, know? you don't want to get, you know, get your I, COVID sunglasses. I, I love that the government. I think was like, we will send everybody a mask. You're like, thanks, guys. Two years too late. Uh, right, <laughs> right. Or at home tests. We'll send you at home tests. Wow, that would have been really convenient in 2020 and in 2021. Yeah. But all right, now that we're like almost through this whole thing. Yeah. The um, I told you I worked a production gig at Pfizer, didn't I? No. 
I think you mentioned it. Maybe just to me. I mean, I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod. Yeah, I worked a production gig for Pfizer. This was like two-ish months ago. Um, I was just a production assistant. Um, a company was making the internal, do, filming the internal company party. And I'll tell you what, if you want to have a good time, you <laughs> need to go to a pharmaceutical company's internal corporate Zoom quiz show. It is true. I mean, I don't know if there's ever been anything more fun in time, like ever. But uh, I remember like going into the Pfizer's building and like they, because pharmaceutical companies have done a lot of fucked up shit. Again, that's just something I know, but don't really know. Do you know what I mean? I just know that they have. Yeah. I can't really say what, other than probably jacking up some prices on. Anyway, oh, but they love. Too, yeah, yeah. The pharmaceutical companies love uh, reminding everybody how they did the vaccine. Yeah, it's like I liken it like they want us to forget all of the shit that they really did, uh, like with the opioid crisis, because. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when, like, cops tweeting out a, fo- a pic, a video of them playing basketball with black teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. oh, forget about the other shit. What's up? Look at this. Isn't this good? <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, they asked comp- the quiz. The, you know, there was various segments that were normal, sports, music, whatever. But then there was one segment that was, uh, it was Pfizer company history or. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just like. Who invented the opioids? <laughs> <laughs> Who made them and purposely them, addicting? <laughs> so funny. Some of the questions were about the exec team. Yeah. Which executive? Which executive golfed a hole in one at the St. Andrews? Oh, that's that's gotta be Marty. <laughs> it, well, that was that was it, and I was like, "Really? You're making your employees answer personal yeah. questions about your executive?" And then the guy who did like, make opioids addictive stands up and takes a bow for being good at golf. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "What a good Marty! You're just a." Really, just a big, a good yeah, big good sport. You're a big contributor, contributor to the team here. You're just so good, Marty. Thank you. Uh, by the way, opioids have killed so many people since. You know, but whatever. And Marty was the one. Marty, the one. Marty was the one who signed off. On yeah, it. he's the one who found out that they're addictive and then hid the information. So that's the thing, dude. If you look up any like, dude, like any type of pharmaceutical shit, it's so bad. It makes it to where. It's actually like being fair and being a like triple vax person. So obviously I feel like you always have to have the disclaimer of I'm not a freak, but it's actually like a worse argument to be like, yeah, but this time they're good guys than it is. You know what I mean? Like it's actually that it's like this time it's different. It's like an abusive relationship, you know, like, no, he loves me. Like this time will be different. He's not going to hit me this time. He promised he wouldn't hit me this time. whatever they get their hands on is fucking dirty so you know get vaccinated if you're uh, not but it's it's like liberals uh during the trump era liberals starting to love like the fbi and the cia i know yeah and and you're like guys what are you doing remember (laughs) remember when the fbi just straight up killed fucking uh mlk and all these people and like even the the kids of mlk like the guy like they released malcolm x's killers because they didn't do it the fbi did it like like this isn't like these aren't even conspiracies these are like documents that have come out like where they like fred hampton was a hundred percent just murdered they just murdered him they walked in who's that i don't know fred hampton is a civil rights leader and like Mm -hmm. there's a girl the the movie the movie judas and the black yeah so basically an undercover fbi agent went into his place poisoned him he fell asleep on a mattress a SWAT team comes in and they kill, like they just start shooting and they shoot a whole bunch of civil rights, black Panthers. And then they walk up to Fred Hampton, who's literally passed out from being poisoned and they just shoot him dead with like, he's so they killed him twice. Yeah. Well, I don't, 
I don't know if the poison was allegedly supposed to kill him or just immobilize him so they could shoot him or both, or they were just making sure the job got done, but they quite literally just murdered him. They just did it. They just, because they felt like it and totally, totally fine. But now the liberals, the same liberals who fought against all that shit, ACLU, liberals like that are now all of a sudden like, the FBI's fucking dope, dude. What are you talking about? They're, like, pretty they're awesome, man. They're fucking heroes. Well, yeah, and some people are like, yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, can we, like, it is wild that our own government institutions killed private citizens. Like, that wasn't, that wasn't even slavery era ago which was obviously not that long ago yeah. but that wasn't even like 160 that was yeah. that was like there are people alive that was 60-ish years ago it is so Jesus. weird that like in the 1960s the FBI was so threatened by like i mean even martin luther king jr that they bugged his like yeah they just had a tail on him mm-hmm. at all times they're him at all times john lennon j edgar yeah like j edgar i don't know if j edgar hoover was targeting Lennon himself Hoover himself I should say but like the fact that they're just like what are you what are we paying you for yeah. that you're just like bugging like musicians like yeah <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen yeah and that's that's it like they were so threatened by John Lennon because John Lennon there was like an undercover cop uh who sold who they, they didn't even sell like this undercover cop wanted a joint from this other hippie guy and the, the guy didn't even sell it. He just gave him the hippie. He just gave him a joint. Cause he's like, Hey man, what's possession? Who cares? You know, like what does own mean? It's not, it's everybody's weed. Just have it. And they arrested him <laughs> and they literally had him like on, on trial to go to prison for like 150 years because of a one joint. And then John Lennon, and a bunch of other like hippie people at the time went and put on this big con- tribute concert demanding that, and it, it caused so much awareness that they fucking just expedited the, the whole thing to like nothing oh, wow. or whatever. So like they were just so threatened by those people, uh, mm. which is just, you know, it's funny that J Edgar Hoover would be, but anyway, I think we're out of time. I think Kristen's going to go. Yeah, I got to dip out. Sorry. No guys. worries. We went a little long last yeah. week. so We always leave them wanting more. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You leave, and if you felt like we were too short this episode, go listen to last week. Yeah. It was jam packed exactly. with like an extra 10 minutes. Right? So there's a lot of content. Yep. Go to, All right, guys. Where are you going to yep, be? Uh, go to my Instagram, guys, Nick underscore Whitmerge. Click the link in the bio and buy tickets to my special taping on Sunday, February 6th. Two shows, six o'clock yeah. and eight o'clock. I need people there, so it sounds awesome for my special, which will be airing sometime in the spring. More details on that later. Yeah, love it. Go get tickets to Whitmer's special taping. Huge moment. It's going to be such a fun show. Um, I think I'm on it as well. Yeah, uh, and Christian. Sure Christian is. <laughs> really? Nice. Oh, yeah. wow. All right. Not you you really special. want to go that way? All right. Well, all right. <laughs> no, <laughs> buy all that. the tickets up. Buy them up. Buy them up and fill the fill that fucker out. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, all right guys. We'll see, see you next week. week. See ya. Bye. Peace.